If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. I'm your mayor, Chewy Plays Nintendo, joined by my co-mayor, Sergio. This episode is brought to you by our newest Patreon patron, Samshine. Today, we discuss online etiquette while playing Animal Crossing with others, some thoughts on my video regarding is Pocket Camp performing better than New Leaf, and Sergio's return to Pocket Camp. So, hi Sergio, how you doing? Hi Chewy, hello everybody. I'm doing well, what about yourself? I'm doing well, pretty excited. Um, I think we've got some fun things to talk about this show, um, especially because it's kind of a conversation that we were having on Discord. Um, So if anybody is interested in, I guess, playing Animal Crossing with other people who are still playing Animal Crossing, I know that's getting, I guess, a little more rare it's uh what am i kidding it's pretty rare now (laughs) to find like a good group of people who are still playing animal crossing just because it's been out uh well at least new leaf has been out for five years it's the only one that's got like online support now um because i okay so i'm working on this video series um first episode's gonna come out friday i've got all of it recorded but i'm thinking about some of the things that I guess I'm going to have trouble recording. Um, And one of them is... So in City Folk, when you would, I guess, upgrade your place all the way to um, Nookington's, Mm -hmm. Nook would talk to you and kind of give you a survey and he would ask um, uh, just a question about what you thought about the shop. And then you could give him an answer. And depending on that answer you could change the shop back to different types of uh, different versions of Nook's Cranny or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, it it was a unique feature to that game. But right now I was like, well, I can't, I can't record that because there's literally no way for me to get Nook's um, like Nookington's at this point, because it's very dependent on having somebody shop in your nooks Mm. um so yeah uh essentially like i cannot get to that point i won't be able to record that at all but you'll you'll just have to trust me that it worked (laughs) (laughs) right um anyways so that's a little bit of a tangent let's get into uh, not too big a tangent actually because we're going to talk about playing online (laughs) with other people um which is I feel like that's the point of Animal Crossing. It's a communication game, right. as Nintendo says, and so we're just trying to play together and get all of each other's really cool things. <laughs> um, but I guess as far as etiquette goes, it's cool to trade for those really cool things. It's very uncool to steal them. Um, so to start, I guess I want to start with a question: What rules do you personally follow when you visit another town? So to me, the biggest one that I like, I'm, I'm always very conscious about it is not running on on the town, on the grass, on the flowers or or anywhere. I'm, 
even if there's paths, I I don't like running. In my town, I do, but in other people's towns, I just don't run at all. I, I don't mind taking my time, you know. But I I remember the discussion we had on Discord and, and the one we're going to have now. I realized how many rules I kind of should have paid more attention to or should have been more <laughs> conscious about. But this one, for sure, no running. <laughs> yeah, and I think this is... As soon as New Leaf came out, this was the number one rule, like the biggest thing that people right. would tell you not to do, um, which is surprising because like everybody's telling you not to run. It's amazing that people would have to say it at this point. But, you know, there, there are tons <laughs> of new people coming to Animal Crossing all the time and they don't know. They don't know what we went through in City Folk because um, there's a, there's a history to this no running rule. For one, running puts your flowers at risk. If you run and you run into a flower, there's a good chance that that flower is going to get trampled. It's going to die and it's going to be gone. Um, You don't know how valuable that flower is. (laughs) Um, People are pretty particular about their towns. And I think this is is like the basic part of the rule. Um, I think the key thing that... I guess new players of Animal Crossing who just came in in New Leaf, they don't know what life was like in Animal Crossing City Folk, where running, it just had such a huge effect on Uh, deteriorating your grass. Like, it would destroy your town, and it would look terrible. It would just look like a mound (laughs) of dirt everywhere. And you'd essentially be waiting for winter for things to, like... Once it snows, it just reset everything, right. essentially. Um, but nobody wants to wait till winter. They want to their, <laughs> they want their grass to look good when it's out, you right. know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess historically city folk was when Animal Tracks was introduced. And that's essentially if you run as you walk down the same path over and over, your grass deteriorates. It creates kind of an animal track. Um, it was intended to make like pretty natural paths in your town mm-hmm. um but unfortunately everybody's running around all over the place yeah. pretty thoroughly <laughs> through their town and very quickly found out that it led to a pretty depressing looking scene um when new leaf came out we got word that animal tracks would be making a return um which was unfortunate for a lot of players because they hated it mm-hmm. um I don't know anybody who really liked the animal tracks back right, in that day. Right. <laughs> um, they were just so destructive. Um, so Animal Crossing New Leaf came out and people knew we can't run. Like, y- you've got to keep your place under control. They did fix the feature so it doesn't deteriorate incredibly quickly mm-hmm. um, anymore. So it's much better. Your grass regrows a lot faster. Right. Yes. Um, so it's it's a lot easier to manage, but I'd say like the biggest reason this rule was, I guess, so prominent in the online scene was just that people have lived through a town that's just become a muddy mess. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that that's a long thing on your own personal big rule. <laughs> right. And that's why it's so big. Uh, just so for anybody who didn't know. That's why running is such a big deal for people. (laughs) Um, My rule for myself 
is I just don't touch anything without asking, um, no matter what it is. And you'll think maybe it's silly to not touch like the clovers or not touch the weeds or, and not pull them. But sometimes people are saving those things up. Um, right. I, for one, have gone through, I, I guess, a big process of saving tons and tons of weeds. I specifically, it was specifically for the weeding day um, event so I could get all the special weeding day items. Um, it's much easier to get those things when you save up a ton of weeds. Right. Mm -hmm. So essentially like I took off my beautiful town ordinance. I'm watering my flowers mm -hmm. every day so they won't like die. So just that alone right. is so much work. <laughs> right. Um, and then I'm just trying to keep as many weeds as possible. And then somebody comes and they're like, pulling everything and you're like no the, uh, I, I know you want to and I know I want to but I, I can't <laughs> you cannot pull them also like I love the clovers and the natural like look that they give to your mm, town so mm -hmm. I never pulled any of the clovers I just kept them because I thought I like what they look like on my paths and everything right um, I would have I my I guess end goal, which I'm definitely not going to pull off at this point in New Leaf. Um, my end goal was like have my whole paths lined in clovers, Ooh. which would have looked pretty nice. But yeah, yeah I'm not, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess let's go down. You want to list some of the other things to watch out for when playing online? Right. Um, you know, the big, the big one that we talked about was running on grass especially on flowers for sure because that's the biggest issue really when running but even things like you know picking fruit you might think oh you know this person has this fruit and, and i want it they have plenty but maybe they're counting on it to to save up enough for a certain item or amenity or something and you know it's always nice to ask before you just try start grabbing fruit even if it's not the rare perfect fruit same thing with the weeds like you said um, that was uh, uh, something that I didn't think about. And, you know, if you don't think about it, you, you feel like you're helping the person because you're cleaning up, up the, their town. But like you said, they might be saving up their weeds for an event. So it's it's best to ask, you know, better safe than sorry. Same thing with buying items. You might think, oh, they, are, they already probably saw their items for today. So if they didn't buy this one, that means I can buy it. Well, not necessarily. It's better... It's better to ask. And even, I think even pointing out fossils, like they might want to find them on their own. So even if you find them and tell them, or if you dig it up for them, you know, they, some people might prefer to find them on their own. Yeah. And it's funny because like it, all of these that you listed, like um, some of them I talked about already, but all the others that I haven't, I can find reasons that or reasons why this would like bother somebody, for right. example, picking fruit. Um, I remember wild world specifically, like my money came from orchards and orchards yes. of like <laughs> different fruit. And so that saving them up and selling them that day was very important to me. Like every three days I knew I was going to get a lot of money to right. work with. Um, <laughs> And then beyond that, um, even like if you're starting out in orchard and you're like, oh, this is my one orange tree. I need those three fruit to plant three more orange trees. Like mm -hmm. I need them yeah, that's big. to be alive <laughs> and growing. <laughs> um, 
And then buying items. Um, I think this uh, this would bother me if I haven't looked at my items yet because I got pretty big into trying to collect all of the badges in Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And one of those is the catalog badge. And to get the gold catalog badge, you need to have 80% of every item in the game. That takes a long time. (laughs) And you need to buy every single thing that is in your shop just to, like, I guess make sure that you have it all. Eventually, I was keeping track of, like, everything I had. So anything I didn't have, I pretty much knew because, you know, that list gets so much smaller than what you do have. (laughs) Um (laughs) But yeah, I really cared if people bought things. And a lot of the times, if I did find that they bought something, I'd be like, oh, what was it? Can you drop it just so I can like pick it up and get oh. it in my catalog? <laughs> um, so I think that one's got ways around it. Like it's not irreversible, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can share the wealth with that type of thing. So there are definitely things on this list that, you know, it's not as serious as a lot, but, you know, you never know how somebody's going to react to right, it. And, right. you know, it, you're going to get banned from a town, which is no fun because <laughs> that means one less person that you can count on or play with and do trades with. Um, yeah, it's not fun. Anyways, uh, there are some kind of advanced things that I guess bother people. Th- this one I hadn't heard about before, but somebody mentioned it and I was like, oh, that makes sense actually. Hmm. I never thought of this. Um, but one thing is some people don't like when you chat with their villagers and you're like, what could possibly <laughs> be the harm in talking with this little electronic creature? <laughs> um <laughs> I couldn't think of anything at first, but then they mentioned, well, that person who lives in that town, whenever they talk to that villager, years after, they're still mentioning you. And they're like, oh, remember when this person came over and we had this much fun? And they're like, dude, you talked to this person one time. (laughs) What kind of impression did they leave that you have to tell me three years after the fact? (laughs) And so that, I guess, I hadn't thought about it, but... If you ever, I guess, in New Leaf, adopted a villager, say somebody is moving out from your friend's town, you go over to your friend's town and get them. I don't like these villagers anymore, mostly because they keep talking about that town that they're from. Yes. And you're like, why? If you love it so much, why don't you go back? (laughs) Why do you have to live here and tell me about how great this place? My place is great, too. Okay. Right. Right. That's all. uh, I want you to understand that. (laughs) Um, So I get it. I get why people would be bothered that some some crazy person from Haken came over and talked to them and they're like, man. That's a cool dude. I should go live in Haken. <laughs> yeah, I'd I guess I'd be offended. <laughs> um I mentioned also trading villagers and trading villagers is I call it the animal trade mostly because a lot of people were selling villagers for like 15 million bells online. Mm-hmm. Um which that's a lot of money for a villager. <laughs> But regardless, so trading villagers, there there's a lot of weird things to look out for that the game doesn't tell you about. This is an 
invisible feature that I think I don't even know how people figured this out, probably looking into the code or something. Mm. Um, but essentially, there's a thing known as the void. And what the void is in Animal Crossing is, say you have nine or ten villagers, because that's the point where you could possibly have somebody move away. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to give an example. Bo moved away, right? Um, Marshall <laughs> moved away. I, these are villagers you probably wouldn't let move away because they're very popular. Right. Um, <laughs> but th they moved, and they go to this place. They're not completely gone in your game. Um, and part of that works it works like this for a couple reasons one is the game kind of just keeps track of when you had villagers um i think it's something like it keeps track of like 16 villagers um mm -hmm. and that villager that moved away Bo, you can't get Bo back in your town until you've cycled through about 16 villagers right um which is a lot of work to do. The other thing that happens is while they are in that void, say somebody with eight or nine villagers or less, um, they essentially don't have 10 villagers. Somebody without 10 villagers visits your town. They will randomly receive one of those villagers from your void. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, it's just this invisible thing. It's an invisible place, and that's just kind of where they live um, after they go. Um, so the the problem that arises with this is somebody has nine villagers. They go to your town to adopt somebody, but there's somebody in your void. That uh, The next day, that person wakes up, and the villager they adopted is not in their town, but instead one of those voided villagers that they didn't want mm. has shown up. Um, so what people have found is that there are ways to empty out your void. And the way that's done is if you've had a few villagers move away and they're kind of in that void, have somebody with 10 villagers visit your town and it'll reset. So you'll have zero once oh, again. Oh, okay. Um, and that's how people avoided that issue. Right. Um, and like I said, I have no idea how people figured this that's out. That's crazy. <laughs> but it worked. I know because I've done it. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I'd have my friend come visit me. I'd be like, you have 10 villagers, right? I'm trading this person. They're going to give me 10 million bells. You got to give it. Uh, you got to come over and make sure this trade goes right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's just a, a little thing that I don't nobody knows how to look out for it. But unless you're like into the animal trade. <laughs> right, right. That seems very sophisticated, but definitely good to know. Yeah. Yeah, it's complicated. So, yeah, essentially, people move out. They're in your void. If somebody comes visiting, there's a chance that they will move in to their town. Um, right. And that's how, you know, friends get some villagers that moved out when they visit. And it's pretty cool because another thing that I found that was nice about that feature was somebody I, I liked moved away but they asked me maybe the third time and i was like okay fine it <laughs> seems like you want to get out there and explore um and then 
my friend will come visit. I think this happened with Julian, um, the unicorn. Yes. Um, but my friend came and visited. No, you know what? I went and visited my friend and Julian had moved out and they were sad about it. And then I got Julian from their void. And so mm, they lived mm-hmm. in my town. And then my friend was like, cool, I'll come and visit. <laughs> right. I want to come and visit my old pal, Julian. Yeah, that, that's a cool thing that if a friend visits in one of your favorite villagers moves with them you can go visit i mean i know that happened with my alfonso he moved over to a friend's town and i went over and he recognized me but then eventually he moved away pretty soon thereafter so i never saw him again (laughs) but the 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 cool thing about the void is that those villagers in the void show up in main street and you talk to them um if i recall correctly i think they 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 wear whatever they were wearing when they left your town so not not their default outfit, and they would also call you by your nickname. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they kind of keep a lot of the personality they built up yeah. while they were there. I I don't remember if they kept that outfit. I always felt like they reset and wore that same clothes they used to wear, mm. but I don't remember. It's been a while since I've played that thoroughly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. I like it. And then as soon as like those villagers stop showing up in your place, that's essentially the game telling you, okay, you've cycled through this many villagers. This villager can move back to your right. town again. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird, though, because they're a new version of that villager. Yes. And they don't remember you. So yes, it's like not, you're nothing just, at all. Yeah, you're just meeting them all <laughs> over again. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I know you listed some, I guess, ways to address these potential issues. Do you want to go over that? Yes, definitely. And and like you said, your your main rule is don't touch anything before asking. And that's really the easiest way to avoid any issues, you know, asking. Ask for permission. Can I do this? I want to do this. Is that okay? And, you know, we discussed that New Leaf's uh, chatting system is not the greatest. So hopefully in the next mainline game, they either improve the chatting system or better yet, they allow for voice chat. And even if they don't, we always have like something like Discord or Skype and whether you're doing voice chat or, or just chatting via text. Yeah, the, the best and the quickest way to know if something is okay is if you ask for permission. Yeah, and I guess that's one thing I really love about Discord. Like it makes it so easy to just talk to somebody through that because you know you don't get enough i guess characters to work with in each message you're typing i don't know five words at a time to somebody right you're like how do i say this as quick as possible <laughs> to get <laughs> to get the right information across um but yeah i i am already like kind of envisioning how we're gonna i guess structure the discord around people being able to play together um We'll probably make a ton of like voice chat rooms for people to use. Right. <laughs> um, we'll probably have to put a rule to, I don't know, go into DMs to complete your stuff. Yes, because right, right. You're flooding channels here. <laughs> um, but right now, you know, the place is still small. People aren't as active on New Leaf as I expect they will be on Switch. It's going to oh, be, yes. it's going to oh, change yes. everything. Things are going to get busy quick. Right. Um, and it's going to be fun. I can't wait. Cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So if you're needing people to play Animal Crossing with, there are always more coming into Haken in Animal Crossing Discord. Um, yeah, I, I always see people kind of playing together. Even the other day, uh, others were, a couple people were playing Paladins just through the gaming channel. Ooh, so. nice. They're playing other games there, too. So anything is cool. Right. Um, one thing you listed here that I'm really excited about is personalized toggles. Mm-hmm. Um, and we this is something we've talked about in the past, but like we'd love a menu that allows you to control permissions for people when they come to your town. Um, and it needs to be pretty in-depth because I think yes. it can't just be like, turn off everything and then all of a sudden this person's (laughs) in your town and they can't do anything you know it needs to be like you have select options for all these little types of things like oh can they pick up things or not that's the overarching thing but i want it to like break down specifically can they pick up flowers can they pick up (laughs) mushrooms can they pick up fruit i don't know all all sorts of things right weeds Um, or clover yeah, because, you know, sometimes, I don't know, it's a very personal thing playing Animal Crossing and you are you have tons of goals that you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, it, it'd be nice to be able to have more control over your own world, essentially. Yes, you know, and it can, it can like you're describing, it can get very specific, but it's not necessary because I know Nintendo likes to keep things simple, but give the players the flexibility and the control that they could use. They don't have to use it, so it doesn't have to be complicated. But if you want to be very specific and allow only certain things, let's say maybe like three things out of 20 or something like that. But if that's what you want, you should be able to to do it. And the toggles would be a great way to do so. You know, as far as I remember, I I believe this was your idea the, the first time I heard about it. And I know I loved it from the first time I heard it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm into it. I, I think you're right. Nintendo will definitely want like the simplest version of this possible. But I don't know. I, I just want to see. I guess people have a little bit more control because yes. you know a lot of people end up in those horror stories where somebody shows up in their town and literally messes everything up. Um. And then that leaves them, I don't know, flipping off their Wi-Fi to end the connection so it doesn't save. And sometimes they get away with it and you all your blue roses are gone, yes. right, right. which you oh, spent forever trying to get. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just it, it is a game where I think a lot of people who are playing it are meeting people through forums and other Discord channels and everything. And... Luckily, a lot of these places understand that struggle and do provide, I guess, the proper um, punishments for when people do that. Right. And mm-hmm. they provide good warnings about when people do that. Um, so it's good to be, I guess, weary of what could possibly happen because, you know, it's the Internet. You, you can't trust everybody right. there. <laughs> um, it's good to be part of a community though and i guess you know find a group of people within that that you feel you can trust and play with regularly and not experience any problems right 
yeah, so that is a whole long thing on playing online with people. Um, essentially, be careful <laughs> and <laughs> be nice. Those are the two things. I'd right, say. right, and be be extra mindful. Something that you you think might not really be too much of a big deal might be for the other players. So yeah, better ask. Yeah, and it's good to understand that, like you know, everybody's got their own perspective on what is right and what is wrong, and you know, just be aware of that. Know that something that doesn't bother you bothers somebody else, and. Something that doesn't bother them bothers you. So <laughs> right. it's it, it's just learning that and being, I guess, prepared to, I guess, just act in a way that respects them, respects you. Right, right. Yeah. So let's go on to our next topic. I made a video. I think you had some things to say about it. But recently we got some numbers from Nintendo. Actually, I don't think the numbers were from Nintendo. I think it was from oh. another, I guess, database that kind of estimates earnings on games, mobile games specifically. <laughs> um, and this information essentially said, I guess the big story that people were talking about was that Fire Emblem had reached 400 million in sales for the mobile game, which... I would not be surprised if that was more than what Fire Emblem has sold itself. <laughs> it's kind of a niche title. <laughs> right. um, not a lot of people play it. But the one thing I was interested in was that they put in some Pocket Camp numbers. And essentially what we saw is, I guess Pocket Camp's been out officially since November worldwide. Mm -hmm. It came out October in Australia. Australia got the game first, yes. <laughs> and both of us tried it out back then, very early. Um, but within that time, October slash November to, what is it now, August? Mm -hmm. um, how many months is that? August, September, October, November, probably ten. about nine months, ten, nine to ten right. months. Um, in that time, Pocket Camp has made $42 million in sales, and I specifically wanted to know if that was better or worse than what a mainline Animal Crossing game sells. And to top it all off, New Leaf, it was recently announced that New Leaf has now become the top-selling Animal Crossing game yes. at, I forget the number, I think it was 11.78 million copies. Right. Um. It just surpassed Wild World, which has sold, I think it's 11.75 million copies. Ooh. So they're pretty close, but yes. Animal Crossing New Leaf is officially in the lead. Um, I wonder, you know, I recently bought Wild World on my Wii U. I wonder if that counts toward the Wild World sales now. Right. I guess it would. <laughs> right. And I was thinking if they also count digital copies of New Leaf that came in bundles. They probably do also. Oh, that's very true. Um, <laughs> which makes that number a lot more easy. I guess it's easier to understand that number because the latest um, 2DS console just came out, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and that comes bundled. They totally counted it. Right. <laughs> that's why That's why Wii Sports is like the best-selling Nintendo game of all time. True. It's that's because right. it came with every single Wii console <laughs> that came out and that thing sold like crazy. So, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, 
it all makes sense now. You're totally putting it together for me. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I just wanted to compare. I, I wanted to break down the New Leaf sales and see what that meant in terms of how much they made from the game and compare that to how much they made from Pocket Camp. Um, right. Yeah, so essentially, I guess what I found is thus far, Pocket Camp has done well. Like, it's done pretty well. But New Leaf is still in the lead in terms of revenue, at least from my calculations. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I guess what did you think of that video overall? Oh, I thought it was very informative, and, and you, you presented all the information very well. Like you said, considering the, the information that we have available, I think you did a great job. You know, figuring out how much New Leaf specifically has made, especially because of the different price points and when the price drop occurred. So you, I think you did great estimates. Um, we did talk how it would be really nice to know how much money it took to develop New Leaf in the first place. So you would kind of subtract it from the total. But at the same time, we would have to do the same for Pocket Camp and figure out how much it took to develop and also to upkeep it because you know it's a mobile game they keep doing a lot of updates whereas new leaf only got one update which was pretty major but i'm sure it's taking some additional money to keep pocket camp updated and, and we would have to take that into account as well yeah and it, i kind of mentioned at the end like a lot of little details that you know would go into the cost of making a game which would go into you know, figuring out how much the game has actually profited Nintendo. Right. Um, and now even thinking with what you said, like, you know, the bundled in digital version of New Leaf, like how much are they making off of that versus like selling it just digitally, you yes. know? Right. And, and then we have no idea of like how many people just got the game on sale in general. Um, Right. Yeah, so there are a lot of like little <laughs> details about the price and like what Nintendo has actually earned based on that price. <laughs> right. But based on the the results, I think which are think are very accurate. I think it's it speaks really well on both ends. It's the Pocket Camp is doing well, but the mainline series do better and I think that's that's the best of both worlds. Yeah. And yeah, I guess I want Nintendo to feel like, okay, Pocket Camp did pretty great. Um, I think we're ready to put out that next Animal Crossing game because our goal has been met. This many new people right. have are now playing Pocket Camp. Um, I need to look through. I did an old survey about Animal Crossing, and it was, I think, specific to Pocket Camp. I want to look through and see if those questions asked um, if if I knew about Animal Crossing prior to playing the game. Because mm. um, that would be a good question to yeah. ask in a survey for that game. Because um, then they get a much better idea of, I don't know, just how many people were doing it. You know, what right, they, right. you know what would get them a ton of survey responses? If they gave out like 300 leaf tickets for doing the survey. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me another, give me a survey, give me 300 leaf tickets, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> um, that's enough for one big item. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, 
there's just so much that goes into making things. And you're totally right with like Pocket Camp, like it's a different game fundamentally because people are continuously working on it, continuously keeping up with it. And, you know, there are a lot of numbers that we'll never get a hold of. Things like how much, um, I guess, just staff is getting paid to keep the game going and we're not we're not ever going to know that no right right. (laughs) yeah so we don't know what costs are going into it but what i do know is that i want nintendo to recognize that a mainline animal crossing game is still performing better than the mobile game and they should definitely not just stick with that mobile game and put out the new mainline game because that's what that's that's what performs well that's what's bringing in the money and that's what we want like right <laughs> i want them to make a new game <laughs> yeah so i guess did you have anything else to say about that no i'm i'm just with you we're waiting on the new game and a lot of the hype in in good things about pocket camp is that a lot of new players new people brand new people to the series are you know they're going to be looking forward to a mainline game and and that's going to increase the numbers yeah and i really hope that the people who are i guess new to animal crossing because of pocket camp i really hope they do check out an animal crossing game and go beyond just playing it on their phone you know right um i feel I have a feeling that people who played Super Mario Run on their phone, I have a feeling like a good amount of those saw Odyssey and were interested. And the reason I feel this way is because Odyssey is still currently the best-selling Nintendo Switch game. I think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is closing in on it, but Mm. I think whatever Nintendo was hoping out of Super Mario Run, like the mobile game, mm-hmm. I think that led to good results on Mario Odyssey sales. Right. Um, you know, I, I like the fact that, at least in Europe, where the the new Nintendo 2DS XL came out, the Animal Crossing one, in Pocket Camp, they actually advertised it. They said, you know, it's coming out this Friday. You can get it. It comes with a digital copy of New Leaf. So I, I, it would be nice of them to just promote New Leaf there too and just say, you know, if you have a 3DS, you can get this game. Yeah, and that to me, that definitely sounds like they're trying to get a lot of those new people on board with playing the full-fledged thing. Right. Um, which is promising. That uh, I don't know. I, I just want to feel like Nintendo is making its decisions on Pocket Camp with the intention of like just getting as many people to go over to the switch and play the next animal crossing. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the goal. Um, but I guess like speaking of pocket camp, both of us have been taking a long, 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 long break from this Mm -hmm. game. But recently I heard that you made a return. Um, do you want to talk about that for a little bit? Sure. And you're right. We, well, I stopped pretty much after E3, but I know you you stopped a little bit before that. But from then, it had been seven weeks, which is almost two months, that I just I hadn't played, and I I, I kind of missed it a little bit, but not not enough to go back. But I knew for a fact that 
as soon as they added anything related to KK Slider, I would have to be back just just to get it, just to see it. And they did. They recently added a KK Slider mask, the ones that we saw that Red was selling. And <laughs> it happens to be another gardening event. <laughs> and, oh, no. <laughs> right. And Red is the host now. So... To be honest, I kind of did it too quickly. I don't even know what the flowers were or what the creatures were. I think they were some type of butterfly. <laughs> but I think it was a firefly. Oh, I remember okay. it being mentioned, so I, I think it was a firefly. <laughs> <laughs> I know the, the flowers were pretty. They were yellow and, and, and blue, and they were both very bright and colorful. <laughs> but I just saw, you know, okay, what do I need to do? It was task 1-11, and it was on the... The easiest creature to catch, which was good. I was hoping that it wouldn't be part of the second phase or something. But basically, I started playing on Friday evening, and I was done by Sunday morning. I got it. So about a day and a half uh, of playing Pocket Camp again, and it was nice. I got the mask. Um, I'm done again for now until they <laughs> they add something else, KK Slider. But during my playtime, I did notice a couple of neat little improvements. Uh, for example... It's a lot faster to fish because I don't know that if I'm using the well, I know it's not the technical term, but when you're when you catch a fish and there's like a struggle part of the, of the catching process, they shorten that timing a lot and you know it adds up. So now when you catch the fish, it jumps to you a lot quicker. I thought that was really nice. And also for the gardening, the loading times where you're watering or or harvesting a lot of things at once, it's a lot faster and it it's it's very much improved. I, I noticed a lot of little things like that throughout the game, and they were nice, nice improvements. That's pretty great because I think most of the thing that bothered me playing that game is just like how long it took to play that game. Um, I know I'm I'm not playing on the best phone granted and the loading times are very long for me to just to get to a next area you know right so it's cool that they are i guess shortening animations and things that uh, make things just faster mm -hmm. um yes yeah so i i think that's great i i do want to point out like i it's crazy to me that they're improving the fishing even more because i remember Fishing in that game is it's quicker than other games because like the fish just kind of lock on to whatever you throw out there right. and go for it immediately. Um, and I noticed that mostly because I was at the time I was playing Animal Crossing City Folk and I couldn't believe how much trouble <laughs> I was having just getting that fish's attention. Yes, that's right. It took me so long and I'd go to Pocket Camp and I'd be like, oh, this is great. It's so easy. I just throw my line in, it hooks on, hooks right on. Right. It's like and, a magnet. <laughs> and it it's going to hit the the lure up to three times instead of five, I believe, which is in the other games. Yeah. So definitely much, much faster. Yeah, that five is... It, <laughs> I think they're going to streamline a lot of some of these things. I, I might write this down. Like I said, I'm working on that next... Um, my next Animal Crossing Friday series. And it's essentially, I'm looking at five features from each Animal Crossing game that I feel need to be in this next one. Um, yes. I guess I don't, they don't need to be, but it'd be really <laughs> nice if they were. 
Um, and some of them are just like quality of life things that make it easy to do stuff. Um, yeah, I don't want to give away too many because I think I have some pretty good ones, but yeah, uh, nice. some quality of life stuff would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, so you're done with pocket camp. No, it doesn't look like you're going back and doing the second half of this gardening event. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, I- I'm good. I'll wait for another KKI more event and I'll be back again. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I was tempted. I-, I can still go and do it now. And get some of that stuff because I do I I like a lot of the stuff they've added to this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the one thing that is consistent with Pocket Camp is the new items are great. Um, overall, I think they're awesome, and especially right now they've got like the festival type of things. Um, yes, I've looked at those pictures and been like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting that. But I'd have to play the game, so right. <laughs> I and guess a, I do a lot, mind. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you just have to play so much to actually get those things. But right. maybe one day, um, I guess I wouldn't mind seeing those new items pop up in the next game. Oh yes, um, yes, yeah. And I guess when I think about these things, like it makes me understand like why it's taking so long for the next Animal Crossing game to come out, and it's because. There's so many new things that they have to think about. There are new items, probably, well, definitely new furniture sets, probably new ways to decorate your place, probably. I'd say they're growing the public works projects a lot because we got a lot of them for their first run, but, like, that was just their first time through. Like, they've thought of tons of new things. You can see it in Pocket Camp. There are tons of new things that they can do. Um and then even on top of that, like, they come up with new villagers, um, new personalities for villagers, oh, even. Yes. Uh, it, <laughs> there's so much new that they could do. And part of me is very impatient and wants to see it now. But the uh, another part of me is like, all right, make it worth it, Nintendo. Make it <laughs> something that is truly incredible. And it's going to just make the experience of playing the game feel so much more alive than it already does. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Lots of cool things. <laughs> um, so speaking about Nintendo, they have announced that there is yet another Smash Bros. Ultimate Direct on the way. Um, what was your reaction to seeing this it was nice, but I, I agree with you. We, 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 everybody thought, oh, another one, <laughs> because th- that's what E three was was pretty much just uh, so much smash, you know. But you know, it makes sense. We had Evo, the fighting tournament, and during the oh, uh, before the last match of the melee finals, they announced uh, a Smash Brothers Ultimate Direct, and it's nice for those of us that like Smash and. Like you mentioned, there's always the possibility of getting Isabel or another Animal Crossing character announced. But what I think this could lead to is, okay, we're going to get the Smash news out of the way on its own specific direct. And that could open the door to a more general direct sometime maybe around September, maybe October, but I can see one in September. And hopefully that's the one that talks about a couple of games coming out in 2019 and hopefully including Animal Crossing. Yeah, I guess I I want 
I feel like when we talked about our guesses, you had guessed September originally, and I was thinking maybe end of August. <laughs> maybe even early August. I don't know. In this case, it's definitely not what I thought it was going to be. I didn't <laughs> think it would be another Smash Direct so soon. Um, but I guess my reaction to this it was is a bit worried because I know right after E3, Nintendo stock took a plunge. Um, I think it's kind of kept at that low rate since then and mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know if it's steadily dropped or kind of stayed at that level, but it's down. Um, right. And in response, Nintendo was like, we have a lot more games on the way. And my thought was like, are they just saying that because how could they possibly have more games on the way and not announce them at E3? Right. Um, so a part of me doesn't believe them, that there are more games <laughs> on the way. I, I believe them that third parties and indies are on the way. I think Nintendo's done a good job of getting tons of... I guess, those parties interested in being on the eShop, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that we'll get plenty of that. But as far as, like, Nintendo games, it looks like smashes it. Yes. Like, <laughs> we've got Super Mario Party, Pokemon, and Smash, and it seems like Nintendo is just focused on Smash, um, which is fine. It's got a huge following, I'm sure a lot of people, especially after what happened at Evo this weekend, I think a lot of people are ready to move on from Smash 4 Mm -hmm. and get to Smash Ultimate. Um, And I guess just a recap, Evo, for people who don't know, it's just this big, I guess, tournament for a lot of fighting games. And Smash, um, specifically Melee and Smash 4, were on you know, on the docket for people mm-hmm. to compete in. Um, Smash 4, it turned a bit ugly by the grand finals. Everybody's tired of Bayonetta being the character that people play as. Um, and the grand finals ended up being two players playing right. as Bayonetta. <laughs> and they weren't even fighting each other. They were just kind of sitting around, chatting, not really taking that whole event seriously. Um, and so... I don't know. People feel like that is that's it for Smash. Like it's over. <laughs> they're they're done with Smash Four and they're ready for Ultimate to come. So I don't know. I, I feel like that itself is going to help boost. Yes. I guess Switch sales. Um, I think people are tired of the competitive scene in the this Smash game right now, and they're ready to move on. So I get it. Nintendo is focused on that because they know it's going to be a big deal for them. Um, Right. But I'm just worried that, like, I don't know what they're going to say at this point. Like, I want to hear more about Super Mario Party. Um, Pokemon, I guess I don't mind not hearing too much about that (laughs) because I've played Yellow a million (laughs) times. Um, I know generally what to expect. I want it to be more of a surprise of how they change things around you know um so i don't mind not hearing about that but other than that i'm like what else do you have nintendo because right now you just told us you have more but you're not going to show it to us still like 
Right. Your decision was to yet again talk about Super Smash Bros. (laughs) (laughs) And I know I'm going on, but I think the last thing I want to say about this is the only uh, I feel like the way they could recover from this is announcing Isabel, announcing a new <laughs> like Animal Crossing stage, and then being like, "Oh yeah, here's a new Animal Crossing stage based off the new Animal Crossing <laughs> Switch game." But we all know that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, or or they could do that and say, uh, "Look out for more details uh, in a." Very special Animal Crossing Direct in October or something. That'd be amazing. <laughs> It'd be the best thing ever. But I don't know. I th- uh, Nintendo's never really done that, like left a Direct and wanted you to be hyped for the next one. Um, I think that's probably, I don't know, they, they have confidence that their Directs are going to blow people away. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think that's what people's feelings have been. <laughs> on directs this year no right right yep so we can just hope and i'll be watching it of course it's early on wednesday morning um august 8th that is tomorrow for everybody listening today tuesday (laughs) (laughs) like i always say we record these on sundays um but yeah tomorrow august 8th um i think it's 7 a.m pacific time yes (laughs) So that's 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, yeah. And you can do the math from there. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Uh, did you have anything else to say about this direct or anything? No. I mean, it would be nice. Uh, I, it would be nice for Nintendo to take a new approach to directs. And for example, on after this one, they would say in September, we'll have a more general one. And then... After they have that one in September, they would say, we're going to have another Pokemon one in November. Like, give us a preview of the next one coming. I don't think they're going to do that. That's more wishful wishing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think part of the fun is like, and I guess I wouldn't want to sacrifice this because I really like this aspect of directs, but just that really quick turnaround Mm. time between announcement and when it's actually happening. Um, So today, when we're recording this, it's Sunday, and they just announced that on Wednesday, they're having the Direct, and I I, I guess I don't want to see that disappear. True, Um, that's right. I want to hear about a Direct and be like, cool, two days away, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, imagine if they do that for Animal Crossing. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be amazing. It'd be the greatest thing ever if they're just like, hey, you know that game Pocket Camp? We're going to have an Animal Crossing Direct uh, in two days. Oh. And then we're just like, this is it, everyone. <laughs> we are finally here. This is the day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I would not want to trade that. Right, just right. that those two days of me just sitting around and going like, I can't think of anything because oh, no. Animal Crossing is coming. Like, th- this is it. <laughs> My life is about to change. <laughs> oh, it is definitely. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's exciting. It, it's really great. Um, yeah. It, it's too bad that I know one of the complaints in Discord is that people are wishing they were Smash fans because <laughs> they want something to feel hyped about. Um <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. Smash, it, once it's out in December, 
we can get to just thinking about whatever is coming next. We're going to get a lot of new things. And unfortunately, right now is not the time for those new things just because we know where Nintendo's brain is at, you know? Right. right. So one day, one day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, join the Discord. Like I said, we had a lot of people talking about playing online. If you want to play online, there are people there to do so with. I have a link in the description of this podcast. It's totally free to join. You don't have to be a patron. And if you do join, you can get Sergio and my friend codes. And I have officially added my 3DS friend code to the friend code sheet. So if you don't have me on there... That's the place to get it. Join the Discord. You'll get it there. I've been opening it up because I am changing some of my patron, I guess, rewards. So if you do want to become a patron, visit patreon.com slash Nintendo for just a dollar. You can support our show, get tons of cool new things. I am working on coming up with more things to do right now. I've been giving patrons early access to my weekly update series, which is a diary series where I visit a dream code while talking to a good friend of mine, Matt. My diary's name is Matt, but Matt's also a person. So, yeah, just in case you were confused about that. (laughs) Um, Anyways, you can get some cool things from us. We really try to make it worth it, and we truly appreciate your support. Um, Especially, you know, like Samshine. This episode was dedicated to Samshine because she just became a patron. And so... Yeah, even if that sounds cool to you, it's great. (laughs) Um, And if you're watching or listening on YouTube, um, leave a comment about things that you think should be good Animal Crossing etiquette when playing online. Share your thoughts on all of these things we shared. I know some of them are specific. Some of them are like, is that really a problem? (laughs) You'd be surprised. But yeah, share whatever your thoughts are on how people should play Animal Crossing online. Right. Um, and then please leave a review for the show wherever you're listening. It helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow. And once again, thank you all so much for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>